you know when you yeah. know. It's so weird. It's yep. it's the it's like a light switch goes off that you can never turn off. And you're you, like, well, you can't deny it. Yep. And that switch went off. I didn't in seventh turn. grade. Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. I, I really do remember. Like she she was wearing her Betty Boop T-shirt, dude, in reading class. Dude, she came in there. I think it said Misbehaven. Yeah. Misbehaven or something like yeah, that. Dude. You know. And I was he like, still has that T-shirt. <laughs> yep. Right. Stole my heart. Stole my heart. That's hilarious, bro. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Honey, I'm Home podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today we are going to be talking about why is commitment worth it? And today is not just an episode with me in it. I know, thank God. Today I have two very special people in my life. I don't want to call them guests. They are more than guests. They are friends. They are brothers. Uh, these individuals are who I hang out with more than my wife most days. <laughs> and um, today we're going to be talking about why is commitment worth it and ultimately um, talking about loyalty and why it's important for us to stay loyal. But before we dive into that, my dear friend, I want to share a quote with you because I felt like this is really the essence of the message today. And it says, loyalty is the strongest glue which makes a relationship last for a lifetime. And I don't know about you, but I never went into a relationship thinking that this was only going to be a seasonal thing. You know, I went into a relationship knowing that whoever I was with had the wife material from, I mean, as, as young as I can remember to like this very day. And so I want to bring on two powerful individuals, two men that I look up to. They're two married men. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation because I always enjoy my conversation when I'm with these two. But before we, like I said, dive into that, and if you're still struggling to move on and to create happiness after your heartbreak, and you're ready to reclaim your life and find some independence so that you can make yourself happier without relying on someone else to do so, be sure to check out the free link in the show notes below there. You will find a free how to move on training so that you can finally take back your life and your future and your relationships. So now on to today's episode on why is commitment worth it? Today, guys, we are going into some questions that I have that I've been thinking about a lot lately um, as a married man, uh, as we all are. Uh, and it's this, it's, you know, I think that there's been a lack of commitment um, is becoming more and more of a of a problem in our society, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like commitment is something that a lot of us struggle with, you know, and as a married man myself, I want to hear from you guys on what it means to you. And, you know, first off, let me start with this. Let me start with this. Vinny, I'll start with you, and then I'll go over to Swain. You know, you've been married for how long now? Well, geez, 2016. So what is that? Eight years, seven years. So I, I always, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know how old I am. So this is yeah. not a. Yeah. What is it? Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four. Mm. Twenty-four. Yeah, seven years. That's crazy, dude. Seven years. My wife and I haven't even been together for seven years yet. <laughs> really? Yeah, we've no been together for six we. years, um, completely. Um, and I just met her in 2017. Got married in 2022. Uh, so we've been yep. married for, you know, almost two years now. Yeah. Um, so uh, you definitely have some years on us, not only in marriage, but you guys also, your yeah. story a little bit is... Uh, it's wild, yeah. Pretty I mean, crazy. You want to share a sure. little bit about how you and your wife met and when? And That's why, like, I, I think I just genuinely don't pay attention. Like, dates and, like, years to me, like, 
literally outside of here, I cannot remember any numbers. <laughs> but I've been with my wife essentially like since seventh grade. So it's just like, I don't know, how old am I? That's how long we've been together. Like, Dude, that's crazy. It's what it feels like. It, it's It's been, you know, my whole, it's been more, I've known her more than I have not known her. When you really think about how crazy that that's is, wild. like, that's the, perspective, dude. That's you wild. know. Usually, I feel like you look at people in relationships and marriages that are you know that are this long tenured. They're in their fifties or sixties, yeah. where they're like, all right, we've spent twenty five years together. We met when we were twenty five. Yeah, you know, we're making that. Now it's like, dude, I'm thirty two years old. I really genuinely don't remember much life before I met Lindy because, like you said, when I first started dating her in seventh grade, I I, I literally asked her out by leaving a note in her desk. Cause I had her home room that was her first period class. And so I knew where she sat. <laughs> so I wrote, she still got the note. I wrote the note, said something like, we are like best friend or like, we're still, we're friends. I want to ask you, I, I'm butchering like what I said, but it was like, um, will you go out with me? If you say yes, please don't be weird or something because like <laughs> we're friends and yeah. I didn't want to screw it up. It was basically Nailed me, it. it was basically me applying to get out of the friend group. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, let me just leave you it cool here. With that? <laughs> and it, I literally, it was literally a right back circle. Yeah. Yes or no. And so she said, yes. So we started dating and, um, people like same thing you said where it was like, dude, I didn't get into the, I don't get into things to half do them. So no, like, never. I, I'm committed in a relationship in seventh grade. Like well, we're just going to get married. Like, <laughs> I mean, I look at my mom and my dad, like I, I saw that image. They got together in high school, yeah, dude. got married. My grandparents, same thing, got together at a young age. So I'm like, well, this is just natural progression. Right. I'm not just looking to date. This someone. is normal. Like if I'm going to be your boyfriend, like if we might get married. So like, <laughs> I'm not it. just picking random yeah. people. And, you know, it turns out that we, other people saw it too. And they started saying like, oh, you guys are going to get married. You guys are going to get married in seventh and eighth grade, bro. And I remember panicking hard and being like, hold on. Like, you guys see it too? Like, cause I, I it was feel, cool when just I saw it. You guys see it too? Oh, this is real. really a thing. So I, yeah, I started like just walking past her in the hallway and I just. Did you ever give her a promise ring or anything like that? I did actually. Yeah, yeah dude. Those were the thing. When we graduated like, so high we, school. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, good for you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but that yeah. was a, I mean, that I'm was a thought. Long-winded story here of how we met, but like, you know, it was it was really like that from day one. Like, I really saw like forever potential with her from yeah. the moment I met her. You know, I didn't know what that meant back then, but like, you know, we we have our journey of of through high school. You know, we had yep. like off and on, and then same thing with college. You're trying to figure yourself out. Like, life hits you hard, and you know, we're two different colleges, so we. Uh, you know, we had some ups and down years. We split up after college, actually, for an entire year wow. and like broke up and um, rekindled. We're dating other people. It was like a, like I, I had moved on mentally and she did, too. And wow. it was like a really, really hard breakup. Um, and, you know, I think I'm maybe getting a little too far ahead in the story. No, but, yeah, okay. we, we ended up getting back together and we had a lot of work to do when we got back together because that year apart, there were like. You know, there was a lot of hurt in that year and a lot of stuff happened. And so, like, our marriage was never easy, but it was always worth it. And, like, every every time we had to overcome something, you know, we always came back to the center of, you know, why did we come back together to begin with? Like, we had already dealt with the hurt. We had already dealt with the, the like, pain of leaving. Right. We came back because we realized that, like, it was worth it like to go through that together because life without each other was it was it was 
not as sweet as, you know, it could like be if together. we could get through the work to figure out how to reconnect it. I love that story simply because I feel like it's the adversity, challenges, and struggles, turmoil, uh, and pain that can really glue two individuals together. It's like we've already made it through the tough times, so it's like, and and whether you know that we we still have ebbs and flows of tough times, right? Mm -hmm. That's inevitable. That's all part of the relational, you know, heartbeat, so to say. But inevitably, you know, every time we've went, my wife and I've went through a tough time. I feel like. It gives me another reason why I want to stay by her mm -hmm. because she she we we make it through those tough times and we learn about each other. And the more you learn about each other, the more intimate, the more like, dude, it's really cool to outside of like a friend group to get to know somebody mm. and really know them like yeah. all of them. Like some people might think that that's like a little bit like uh, boring. Right. It's like, well, I know what she's going to say. I know what she's going to do. Like, I know how she's going to react. But it's like. Thank God I know that because it's not such a uh, uh, fearful place where I'm like, I don't know how to react. I don't know what to do. Like, right. no, I, I've got my life figured out because I, I know who she is. And it really helps me to be more progressive in the essence of taking bolder action and understanding what I can and can't do. And like, yeah. it, dude, there's there's a lot of greatness that comes with uh, those moments of struggle in my own personal marriage. Now, Logan, I want to ask you, my dude, because um, I really don't know, like genuinely, I really never asked, um, but I do know that you two are also, you're also married. Mm -hmm. And um, talk about, you know, how you two met your story and how long you've been married. And so I also got married in 2022 um, in August. So it's been what, a little over a year, yeah, about a year and a half almost. Yep. Um, and then same as you, it's like, I haven't known Jamie for seven whole years yet. And you've been married for seven years, so that's wild to like put in perspective <laughs> right? too. Like, and then the fact you've known her longer than like you haven't known her, yeah, it's another crazy thing. <laughs> but like, I met her at Primani Brothers. I was the manager there. She was one of the servers. Mm. Um, that's probably forbidden and not supposed to be in the employee <laughs> handbook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's how that happened. That's um, hilarious. It just like me and you've talked about it before. It was just like I think the first night we went out, I just knew. And like everybody talks about that, like when you know, you know, and you're just like, yeah, you can't right, explain like, that, can you? That, that is the best way to put it. Wild. When you like, know, you know. Yeah. There, it's like, how do you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I, you know when you yeah. know. It's so weird. It's yep. it's the it's like a light switch goes off that you can never turn off. And you're you, like, well, you can't deny it. Yep. And that switch went off. I didn't in turn. seventh grade. Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. Right. I really do remember. Like she she was wearing her Betty Boop T-shirt. Dude. In reading class, dude. she came in there. I think it said "Misbehaving," yeah, Misbehaving or something like yeah, that. Dude. You know, and I was he still like, has that T-shirt. Yeah, right. stole my heart. Stole my heart. That's hilarious, bro. For real, she, that's, she that's claimed, exactly what it is. Like, yeah, you just know. Instantly. She claimed she was wearing a different shirt, but I remember. Mm -hmm. I have a photographic memory, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're the artist. You are the artist, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So. You, you guys met at work, which mm -hmm. is, you know, a pretty, from my space anyway, it is pretty normal for people to meet up at work mm -hmm. as long as, you know, I, I don't really suggest that ever uh, <laughs> be, because it's like it can, especially if it's your career, right. you know, and I'm not saying that that was or wasn't your career. Right. Um, clearly it's not, right. but like um, it's, so it's okay in those certain situations and yeah. scenarios, but when, you know, someone's in a career with them and something does go south, dude, not only does everything fall apart if that relationship falls apart yep. but so does your finances and your career and it just too much change that takes place so you're kind of setting yourself up for a potential you know let down or downfall 
So for you to be able to do that, which is kind of cool because it's like, you know, there's a statistic that says the number one place where relationships um, end up cheating on one another is the workplace. So it's like mm-hmm. the more time you spend with like, for example, the opposite sex, the more attracted you become to the opposite sex. So it's mm-hmm. like with workplace relationships, why they happen is because you spend so much time with them, you get to know them and that builds a, a curious, curious intimacy that takes yeah. place mm-hmm. in the mind. Yeah. Right. It's like, I really just like them. We always talk, we, we joke, we, you right. know, all of those. Oh, it's innocent. It's innocent yeah. until it's really not because even cause our, here's, here's the truth behind it that a lot of people don't understand is that our minds have been wired a certain way. It's, it's to survive and to reproduce. Like mm-hmm. that is the way that we're hardwired biology, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's proven that we're here to make sure that we don't die. And how do we do that? We also reproduce. So eventually our brains will turn into just like that regular mode and think of those things. So that's part of the conversation. Why I bring this up is because, you know, I've always been the type of person that has been, you know, not so much like fluid in my relationships. Like I've never jumped around from a person to a person to a person. And clearly, I mean, it doesn't sound like you have either. And and I don't believe. Yeah. So it's like there's so many people out there or like on social media. Man, this is a big one. Like, you just see freedom of people like living independently, like single, like single life is like good life because you have options, you have choices, you don't have to settle down. But like, I've always scratched that, dude. And I kind of want to bring back the thought process and I want to hear from you guys like the story of like, why has, what are some of the payoffs of your marriage that you've like, why, realistically, what I'm trying to ask is, why do you guys choose not to cheat and stick with one person? Like that is really the conversation that I want to have today because it's like a question that never gets asked. It's like, why should I not cheat? Well, besides you'd feel maybe guilty if you have a conscious mind. Right. Mm -hmm. But besides that, it's like, okay, I can get over that. But like, why not try to see what the grass is like on the other side? (laughs) Right. It's like, I don't think that that's the way to go, but I still want to understand like, why do you choose to not cheat and to not, when things get hard to let go and run to something else that could be, look and seem better. Uh, you know, Vinny, I'll start with you. What, you know, why do you choose not to cheat as an individual? And why do you, why did you decide to settle down rather than being a solo single handed man that, you know, is an entrepreneur, which makes life a little bit easier when you're single, you know what I mean? So you have, you have a wife, you have two kids. And so I got a I mean, there's many, there's so many answers to this question. Yeah, dude. But right. I mean, for one, like I experienced life without Lindy after college and what that looked like and how detrimental it was to myself. Like, I don't think I'm a better person when I'm single. I think the illusion of freedom is something that people in relationships kind of like they see, like you said, as as like a perk to being single. But like yeah. to refer to like or to in response to what you said about the people that say like, oh, single life is you know, best life or about it. It's better. Like, why would you want to be committed? Why would you want to talk to the same person every day? Like that's boring kind of mentality. Yeah. Like I don't listen to them anyways, because they're the same as the marriage, the the people with the perfect marriage on Instagram, Mm. the people that are like trying to project something one way or the other. I just don't have time to pay attention to it because you're not living in reality. If you're married, it's hard. It's messy. It's not perfect. (laughs) If you're single, guess what? There's parts of it that suck just as good as the freedom that you feel. Yeah. Like, because when you feel lonely, you feel lonely. Yeah. And it's like, but guess what? In a marriage, sometimes you can feel lonely if you aren't communicating right. Yes. And if you're single, you're not physically lonely, but like emotionally, you might be lonely. And so there's like an ebb and a flow to every aspect of, of life, you know, when it comes to relationships. So like, I, I just returned to like, 
you know, the reason that I don't cheat, it's not because, you know, I feel like God would be mad at me. It's not because I feel like, you know, I don't want to hurt her feelings or, or like, I love myself mm. first. And I know the way that, like, I know the weight that I would have to carry on a day-to-day basis mm. in order to, like, um, cover up a, a, me- a, you know, a messy situation in my yeah. life. And I know that I would not be able to operate at a level that my family and my kids and my, and even before I had kids, like yeah, people rely on me. Right. And, and I love myself enough to not want to have to carry a weight that I don't have to carry in my life. All of those things are true where it's like, I don't want to hurt my wife. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see her go through that. I don't want, those are all true. But if that's the only thing that's keeping you from it, when she pisses you off, and you decide to go elsewhere, it's not going to maybe keep you from mm. doing it. You have to love yourself enough and be able to look in the mirror. And And I think people, yes, the your partner gets hurt, you know, if you are not loyal. But, like, at the end of the day, man, like, how much do you respect yourself if you can't even lie to the cl- – or if you can lie comfortably to the closest people in your life? Like <sighs> – And I'm not shaming anybody who's dealt with this or, you know, maybe they've made a mistake in their life. I'm not saying it's okay, and I'm not saying it's not okay. But I think that's the core issue is everybody tries to get to the whole, like, you know, like, oh, she nags me or, like, you know, like, at the end of the day, man, like, if you commit yourself to somebody and you tie that knot, like, Mm. at the end of the day, man, like, you do, you you either honor it and you love yourself enough to keep your own word or you don't. And that's to me, the source of it. That's how I get, that's how I stay faithful. That's how I stay the person that she needs me to be is to love myself first. Dude. I love that. And it's, it is, I think there is truth behind, like you do kind of have to learn to love yourself before you can love another, but there is also truth. And then I've been playing around this uh, recently with myself, with my life is like, sometimes it's hard for me to love myself, but the reason why I, can love myself now is through my marriage because she loves me. Right. So it's like what you're missing out on, like before, like there's a lot of people that come to me that are like, well, how do I know if I'm ready for a relationship when I still don't love me? Well, I'm like, I don't know if I ever will truly fully love me because I know all of my like blind spots, Mm -hmm. right? I know all of all of the things that I don't do that let me down. Right. And so it's like, Nicole has taught me how to love me because she loves me. And Mm -hmm there's been a beautiful like message behind that. Like I don't need to go into a relationship in my life um, healed. Like I wasn't healed. I, I, the first thing that I told uh, uh, my wife when I finally asked her out, I said, um, you know, I think we can make this work, but uh, you're going to have to be really patient with me because I come from a really like dark place and don't ever expect me to marry you. So if you're cool with those terms, like be patient and don't expect me to marry you. I think we can be together. She's like, sure. And then she was so patient, dude. Like she was so patient with me um, and helped me to overcome, like to, to gain trust again, um, to know that she's loyal, that I don't have to worry about if some guy slides in her DMs on yeah. how she's going to handle that, um, making me feel like I'm good enough. But with all that being said, I want to hear your side, you know, swing. I want to hear like, why do you choose not to cheat when there are um, in this world of endless options and endless, you know, opportunities, not saying that they're presented to us, but like, it is as easy probably to cheat as it is to go get a, a meal at a fast food restaurant nowadays. 
Yeah. Right. So it's like, why as a married man, are you choosing not to cheat and to settle down? Exactly what you just said. Like you learn, I learned to love myself through her. Like, honestly, when I met her, like you said earlier, how meeting someone outside of your friend group, you're like, it's different at first, but then you start to see yourself change too. And you're like, is this like, mm. you start questioning who you were for the last 10 <laughs> years. You're yeah. like, wait, I'm a different type of comfortable around this person. Yeah, man. And that is like, I remember those moments. I have pictures of like us and I'm like, I've never joked with somebody like that before. That is like to the point that like, I have someone now in my corner who believes in me to do anything. And now like I'm comfortable enough to be in front of the camera and not just behind it. Yeah, dude. I, I Good tell for you, you all the time, the whole Iki guy. Yeah, dude. Like she was the last piece of the puzzle that like everything started to flip when I met her. Mm. And that was like, I instantly knew instantly. Yeah. So like, I can't imagine being with somebody else, honestly. Yeah. 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 And I think that's an important part of it is like allowing yourself to not tech. We'll try to visualize and like, dude, I just had a dream last night that my wife left me for this another guy and dude, I woke up heartbroken. It was a, such a weird moment of my, like, I like those dreams because it makes me remember how much I love her and I care about her. Like it's, it's yeah. like how I don't want to lose her. It's like, thank you for that dream God. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I felt this deep pain in my sleep last yeah. night and I mm -hmm. woke up and like, it was, it was the moment of relief. Like, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Dude, right. I, I've had the opposite dream where I was the one that cheated. I don't remember cheating, but everybody's like, yeah. you cheated, you cheated, and yeah. your wife doesn't know, and I have to tell her. And then I wake up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Thank God. Thank God. That oh, was my God. Yeah, right? like, <laughs> yeah, it's dude. like it's so real sometimes. It's so real, man. And, but then, it, but the it's, relief that you feel when you wake <laughs> up, dude. But I've, I've had that one, too, where I'm like, yeah. you cheated on me. and then, But are you mad are, yeah. when you wake up? Oh, yeah. Oh, You're when, mad when, at her? When she's cheating on me, yeah. Yeah, like, and then you I, wake I up and moment. you're like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you cheat on me in my <laughs> dream? Yeah, I'm like, but you know what? It's those moments, guys, that I'm like, thank God I have those moments because it reminds me, because in the mundane, you can lose the excitement of love and how much you actually love them, mm -hmm. right? In the mundane of the boring, yeah. in, in the, we're in a rut, we're in living life just mm -hmm. comfortably, you can lose the spontaneity and the curiosity and the excitement in your marriage and in your relationship. But, you know, I, I, I think that's always a choice. I don't think that that is anything besides us choosing to not give effort. Like I've always treated my wife, at least I try to, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. And I, I don't believe I am the uh, guy that people should be looking up to in the, the marriage side of things, but it's a conversation that I deeply care about, which is this. If I can treat her the same way that I treat her on day one, she'll never leave me. Right, because we show up as our best selves for them at the beginning of our relationships, and then we slowly get comfortable and we stop giving so much effort. You know, so you know, in in this world, I, I do find it a problematic that um, single is like the new form of independence and and happiness, and people are trying to sell it and like you know, sex sells and and like you know, all of these things like sleeping around would be fun and you know, going out and having you know, fun with the boys, not having to answer anybody, like not worrying about what the night's going to look like, all of this stuff, right? But tell me why. Why is commitment worth it? Like, why is commitment to you, Vinny, uh, been worth it? Like, what what benefits have you gotten from settling down with someone? Like, how could you encourage someone that might be feeling a little bit hopeless or like questioning marriage like I did? You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. my audience like questions like, should I ever get married? Like, because I come from a broken home. When you come from a broken home, for the most part, 
you have a challenge to see the good in marriage. Mm. Fortunately, my wife did not. She did not come from that broken home. So she's like, I only know marriage. Like, what do you mean? You know what yeah. I mean? But why has marriage for you um, been a blessing? And why is commitment important? Um, man, these are good questions, dude. Really deep. I, I mean, I appreciate them because, you know, I think, you know, you get you get lost in just day to day stuff, like you said, and then like, just being being able to sit on your show right now and like just reflect on this. You know, I can't wait to go home and give her a hug. Right. You know, and things haven't been easy lately. Like it, it's never easy. There's always something that like whether it's a car or like there's yeah. always something in a marriage that like it's the elephant in the room that you're like. But man, being committed, is that the question? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Being committed is like, you get to s acknowledge the elephant. Yeah. And then like, it, but it doesn't control you. Mm. It's like, we choose that no matter how big that elephant is, we're going to address it. Yeah. And then we're going to move past it. And we're going to figure out a way together to get this elephant out of the house. And like... I have a teammate, like a real yep. teammate that, yo, sometimes my teammates on the team, I, yo, <laughs> yeah. like, let's yep. get on the same page here. Yeah. But like, oh, mm. at the end of the day, like we, we either win together or we lose together. And I, I, I love her so much because I've, I've seen her grow up, dude. That's the crazy part. Like I literally know little Lindy. It's not <laughs> like I see pictures of her. Yeah. Like I know who she was. And now that I have my daughter, yeah. And I get to, like, pretty much watch Lindy. Like, what's really crazy is Veda's four. Essentially, in seven years, Veda will meet me if she lives. Damn. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy, So that's why when, dude. like, Brian brings his kids in here and they're all joking around about how he loves yeah. Veda, and I'm like, listen, boy, like, I see you. <laughs> like, okay? Like, yeah. I know this, this ain't no joke, but, right. like, I get to love my wife through watching Veda grow up yeah. because she is, like, kind of a spitting image of her. And so I'm learning to love her in a, in a different way. And again, man, like I never want to come on this show and just say that life is perfect, at, you know, seven years into a marriage. But like the commitment is never a negotiable. And that that is peace. Yeah. Knowing that somebody knows me fully. Yeah. I can't hide in my house. I cannot hide. In, there is nowhere on this earth. That I can, yeah, I go in the basement and make art, but guess what? The playroom's right there, so I might be able to hide from Lindy, but the, the kids are right there, and <laughs> I, I can't. you, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's real life, dude. Like, when you, when you can take the mask off and let somebody else see you for who you are, yeah. like, there's so much freeing in that. So much freedom, dude. You know? I, no, I do, and I didn't mean to interrupt or no, stop yeah. that flow, but, like, it was crazy how much freedom that I felt when I committed to my wife. Yeah. Like, I thought that there was going to, like, everyone's like, you don't want to settle down. Like, don't settle down. Don't do it. Like, you're going to be stuck. Yeah. Like, no, I, I cried because of the freedom that I felt. Yeah. Like, I get to, like, this is, like, my ride and die. Like, yeah. this mm -hmm. is, like, when everything hits the fan yeah. and we're at our lowest, yeah. I, got, I got her by my side. And guess what? She's just going to tell me, we'll get through this, and that's enough. Mm -hmm. yep. Or it's a simple hug. Yeah. Like, the, um, what you create in a, in a long-lasting relationship Dude, I, I would I would I would give anything to get the world to experience that amount of like connection, that amount of intimacy, that amount of love, that amount of 
support, you know, and I'm not saying every relationship is like that. And unfortunately, they're really not. But ultimately, I do agree with you that it's what a beautiful blessing. And I think that's part of the blessing of being in a committed relationship is you get to watch each other grow. Right. And, and that's hard to do in my eyes, because it's like when we say watch each other grow, it means watch each other change. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then to still love even in that change, because it's like I, I loved who you were and now you're this individual now. And it's like different than who I fell in love with. And I've got to learn unconditional love along the way to make sure that we continue to work out because it's till death do us part. That's what we swore. So it's like until that day comes, like I've got to make sure all marbles are in. Like mm. I'm, I'm everything, right? Yeah. Like even the parts that I'm like struggling to love. I'm like, yeah, well, I love that one too. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's just how it is. Yeah. But going over to you, Swing, you know, the question that I asked uh, to reiterate it a little bit more is, you know, why is commitment important to you and your marriage? And, you know, what are some blessings that you feel like your marriage has brought that maybe the single life couldn't bring? As as an entrepreneur, you you escape the the illusion of the freedom, like that illusion of the late night hours when you don't have to answer to anybody. Like, I feel like a lot of us put those hours in because we were just running from stuff. Like we were running from thoughts we didn't want to address yeah. like yes. and that just pushes you to work like you're like if i can just get lost in this work well then it shifts into like i have to get home and then when you get home that person is on the same mission and they're not like <laughs> just judging your thoughts that were stuck in your head yeah like, they're like yo what's wrong then you find that freedom mm-hmm. that you were just talking about where you it's do. like what's wrong and you're like oh nobody's asked me that in a while yeah like, thank you yeah. Or Mikey just yeah. did. Like, it was just like, ooh, sometimes you just need that. And then mm-hmm. you have the ultimate teammate. Like, tr- there's times when she tells me stuff I don't want to hear. And then you go put the mirror in front of your face and you're like, man, she, I got to get it together. Yeah. Exactly like you said. Like, sometimes your teammates, my teammate holds me accountable. Uh, like, there's, I don't get to take days off anymore because people rely on me now. Like, yeah. yeah, and I think, dude, relationships, like why why I've chosen to settle down is because I have something worth fighting for now. Yeah. You know, like most people are directionless and they don't have anything worth fighting for. So they find themselves getting in trouble, you know, making wrong, you know, bad decisions, wrong moves, wrong mistakes, you know, getting, you know, unfortunately people pregnant that, you know, it shouldn't work out that way. And now they're buying forever if that's the choice. Right. And things of that nature, you know, so it's like I with my wife, I feel like I have someone and something worth fighting for. Um, and it's like but you know, even in the midst of the challenge and in the chaos and, you know, or in like, dude, I have a lot of friends that are single, right? But I really don't, I keep them at bay, at like at bay because it's like, I have to surround myself by other married men that are within my age range because it's like, you guys get it. They don't. It's like, I've had to put down um, a, a fantastic trip. Like, you know, I could have went to Nashville with uh, some of my best friends from high school. Um, one of my good friends is an army uh, green beret in Syria right now. He comes back um, in April and we have this, they had this whole planned out trip and like I got asked to go and I was like, I would love to go. And then I talked to my wife and she's like, I just prefer you not to go. And, and I was like, I'll hear you out. Like I would, you know, and this is not putting chains on me, but like, if she doesn't think that that sphere of influence because none of them are married yep. is probably that smart, you know, and that they are like the drinking crew. She Brian want me says to it all my... the time. Your wife's judgment, like she doesn't miss when it comes to you. Yeah. Like when it comes to the people that walk into your life, your wife is right. 100%. 99% of the time. Yeah. So like, I'm like, as much as I'm like a little bit like, man, I really would have wished I could have spent some time with my guys. But like if they want to spend time with me, 
they come to me. Yeah. Like, and that's just how it's going to have to work because I'm married and I don't want to put myself in a position in which I lose the yeah, committed woman. Yeah, people look at that and they'll say like, oh, you changed. Or, oh, yeah, you're, dude, you know, like, 100%. Oh, you're little, you know how much like, crap you, you get from your boys? The, who wears the pants yeah, in your right. relationship? All the time. Like, yeah. You yeah. hear all that and it's like, bro, like, when you're so comfortable in your own skin, like, dude, I've heard it all. Like, and it's okay. I don't care. <laughs> I yep. genuinely, like, they, yeah. you think... I care about you roasting me more than having to tiptoe around my house because I Facts. went against what she told me Facts. that she wanted me to do. Like, you think I'm worried about you? Or like going to bed where you guys are like on back to back and not talking to each other. You guys never, that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, do I, do I, am I the one that has to break the ice? Well, yeah. I am the husband, so yep. I have to break the ice and apologize even if I don't want to apologize, right? Yeah, it's like, it's your job. There, there are those <laughs> the moments, right? Yeah, 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 the icebreaker. It's like, you still love me? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I know you're upset, but it's like, even in those moments, like, I feel like, and the reason why I push this message out there today, guys, and I appreciate you guys being a part of this, and I, I could, we could literally spend another hour on this, and I would really love to, but respecting your time and our time yeah. here today, um, I know we're coming to an end, but, like, the reason why I'm pushing this out here is because I want to bring hope to people that are, like, questioning ever getting married again or being married at all. Like, there's so many blessings. Like, I'm going to, before we dive, leave off here, I just want one blessing from each one of you that you can specifically say, like, this is, I'm, I'm blessed because of this, right? This is what my marriage has done for me. And the reason why I'm painting that picture is because I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that are in this community that, uh, you know, are going through a divorce, um, you know, or like went through a divorce or, you know, too fearful to be like myself, too fearful to enter into another relationship, committed relationship and have the potential of it being pulled apart and ripped from underneath my feet and completely destroyed. <laughs> like to, to be someone that has to rebuild all over again. It's like, it's not even worth it, but give give people some hope of like why settling down is worth it and why that should be the aim. That should be the mission, even if you're still heartbroken and hurt. And I know this is, might be a little bit outside of what you guys typically you know talk about, so I appreciate you guys opening up and, and holding yeah. this conversation with me today. But you know, what is one blessing that your marriage has um, brought into your life that you just, I mean, if you allow yourself to feel it, you could cry? Man, Brian, Brian's favorite quote is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, it's not just me chasing my dreams by myself anymore. It's like, we're chasing her dreams, my dreams, whoever walks into our lives dreams. So like, she, I tell people all the time, she literally told me, go figure this camera stuff out and I'll hold it down until you figure it out. And that led me to get into this room with these guys. Yeah. You. Yeah. And now it's like I get to return the favor to her. And now she's going to go figure out what she really wants to do in this world. Like that's. Blessing. I couldn't have done it without her. There's Amen, no dude. way you can do that by yourself. Allow that to be enriching, dude. That is, <laughs> I mean, what a beautiful gift that is to be able to rely on one another, to take care of one another, to know that if you, something happens to you, man, she's got you. She's got it. And if something happens to her. I got it. You got it. Like, dude, you're going places, man. So I appreciate that. And what about you, Vinny? Um, biggest blessing? Yeah. I think the biggest blessing is um, kind of like what I said before, but, like, I know myself fully now because she's held the mirror up to me enough. Yeah. And me knowing myself fully allows me to do the deep work that I need to do to show up for her. Mm. And, you know, um, it allows me to not just show up for her, but it allows me to show up for everybody that I need to. Um, but the biggest blessing, dude, is like I I have a life that um, 
I wouldn't give up for the world. Like, my kids are everything to me. Like, everything. This woman gave birth to my son in our bedroom. Like, yeah, dude, she just posted all about that. What a You want to talk bro. about, like, Superwoman. a bonding moment? Yeah. Like, so I've seen every phase of life with this person, and to me, like, it's like a gift. It's like this, this, this gift that I don't want to drop because mm-hmm. the thought of spending my life with this person and then having to watch it through her Instagram feed ever again is the most... I mean, dude, I, you won't see me. Yeah. Like, I will, I will isolate. Like, if, if things, I'm not, listen, this is what always gets, like, but I always, <laughs> I always get, I always go me. the furthest extent because it allows me to keep myself from ever getting there. If you don't think about the worst case scenario and how Facts. bad that hurts, if you don't allow yourself in those depths of your thought yeah. to, to sit there and just go, what does life look like without my wife and feel how bad it hurts i do it and every feel day. the the facetime call to my daughter to tell her good night yeah. and feel what it feels like to have to pick them up and explain why i'm not living it like i think about that because when things get hard yeah i want my mind to think about that yeah and that is the biggest gift that that being married gives me is that there is no room in my life for fake. There's no room in my life to go through the motions. Everything that I do, I put everything I have into it. And that is it that is honoring my wife. That is being committed to my wife. And and I'm also, you know, a faith driven guy, man. And I stood there and I told God that I would love her like Christ loves the church. So Amen. it's like, you know, the church isn't a building. The church is the people that Christ died for, so I have to be willing to die to not only myself, but everything in this world for my wife in order to honor the relationship that I have with God. Dude, that's powerful. And I, I, I don't know if you uh, missed that, but like what he talked about was a powerful visualization practice. And there's a lot of spiritual individuals that I've studied in the past that really talk about that, which is um, the idea of like meditating or uh, sitting in silence or visualizing the worst case scenario and allowing yourself to feel that because there's so much power to that. Like one thing that I always think about, and it's not in a morbid bit way, and I'll, and I'll leave it with this, but it's like, if you guys are ever struggling in your relationships with your, with your wife, Think that she's not going to be here tomorrow, and let me let me see what changes mm-hmm. in that relationship. Mm-hmm. If you want to change something that quick, just understand that she might be gone tomorrow. Yep. That's exactly what happened to her dad. Like healthy on on Monday, Tuesday gone. Like no wow. signs. Boom, gone. Like craziness, dude. Like when I when you see that before your own eyes, people's lives being taken in a moment's notice. Yeah. Like you change a lot, right? And then, so it's like anytime I'm in an argument with my wife, or I'm feeling like you know, trying to give her the cold shoulder disconnected. I'm like, my, my wife's not going to be here forever. And I visualize that and I see that and I, and I visualize her in a casket and never getting to talk to her, or text her again. Yep. Or like, she just texts me saying homebound. I love you. Like that, man, that hurts me. Yeah. Like that. I'm not, I'm not guaranteed that tomorrow. And I, and I'm appreciative of it today. Yeah. And it's like, so when things are hard, when the conversations get tough, when those moments are tough, what you just t- said is exactly what I, what I wake up to and think about every single morning is like, she might not be here tomorrow. And if she's not here tomorrow, then I got to make sure that I love her completely today and screw the rest of the BS that we're going through or fighting through or, you know, annoyed about because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
what matters is how much I care about her. And if I have to remind myself that she might die to get through that moment, so be it. It's right. a blessing to me because it's like it helps me to realize it's all BS. Nothing, nothing that we're going through really matters. And the only thing that matters is, you know what? I can step up and be better because I know that you're not promised tomorrow. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that because it is, it's not a bad thing to see that, to, to witness what your life would be like without your wife. Like, I'm like, what is my game plan? What, because that, that is, that is to come to all of us. There will come a time if we yeah. outlive them that they are not here. So then what? So what, yeah. what do we need to say? What do we need to do? And so thank you both for so much for being here with me today on this, having this conversation, because I hope that it does inspire people to want to like, try to settle down, not to whore around, you know, and that, that's the truth. Like, I don't want some guy sliding in my DMs because he's broken, trying to get over his person because my wife looks great. Like, that's not what I want. Like men step up, right? Like, I, I don't want my friend in, I don't want you in my wife's DMs, or I don't want, you know, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm being real though. Like, that's yeah. what I don't want. So I'm trying to help men upgrade themselves so that they're not in somebody else's DMs ruining and wrecking, uh, because you don't know where that marriage is at in that moment. Yeah. She could be very vulnerable. Did someone Boom. DM Nicole, bro? Is that why we're having this conversation right now? No. We gotta pull up to somebody's address. <laughs> I was literally, address. bro, got your back, off, bro. off the cuff here. I was literally, I kid you not, I wish I, I, wish I didn't delete it, but I was literally going to DM uh, Lindy last night and just, oh sh yeah, no, listen, yeah, yeah, no, listen, and it, and and just transparently, just being like, I want you to know that I'm I'm with Vinny 100 percent all the way. Like, hey man, listen. Anytime like, you want to send that to my wife, yeah. go ahead. Tell her how good of a yeah. husband dude, I am. Dude, like, and I was like, like if you ever are sure, did, just send it. This is why I didn't. I was like, I was like, well, it's gonna be weird if she doesn't end up showing Vinny, and like, uh, I'm like, she might not tell Vinny that I sent that, and then I'm be like, I'm in a really weird spot, like, and I and I'm just like creeping around the corner, like waiting for you to like say something. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, I was just, said, it was just yeah. a support message. Just yeah. being like, because our yeah. conversation and yesterday, man, I'm just yeah, did, Well, did I'm Nicole tell you what I DM'd her last night? No. See, I was going to say, that's oh. the conversation that would have been awkward Wait, if she he has didn't? to walk up to you. You're kidding. No, I'm just kidding. That bro. would be crazy, bro. <laughs> that would be crazy. Not that I would be mad, but it's like, <laughs> that the fact that I bring that up, that would be crazy, man. But I was literally like, just a support message, like, because I care about you guys, you know? And it's like, Whatever you're experiencing, I'm experiencing and understand that my family is your family and we're here to take care of each other. Likewise, bro. Likewise, and like that bro. is like how I completely feel about and the reason why I want you guys to be on the show. Oh, excuse me. But there you have it, my dear friends. This is another episode of The Honey, I'm Home, where we are talking a lot about how to lead a home and the importance of relationships. So if you found this episode helpful, supportive, encouraging, and or uplifting, be sure to do me a favor and share this podcast episode out with one, two, or three of your friends so that you can get insight, as I'm choking here, so that you can get insight on how you can improve your love life and relationships.